Hello and welcome to the Raw Thoughts podcast. Today I'm just going to be chatting with y'all and um, just talking about some stuff I've been going through recently. I've went through some friendship breakups, so you know, I thought it would be a good topic to talk about. Maybe some people could relate and you know, it'd be healing for me to talk about and maybe healing for you to hear someone else talk about it if you're going through it right now. So I hope you enjoy this episode. And as always, let me give a shout out to the people that make it all possible, the patrons. So we have um, a very special, special shout out for our Sunflower patrons. That is Hector, Edgar, and my lovely mom and dad. We have our Fern patron, Dane, and our Sprout patron, Branwyn. So all of those different tiers um, give you access to different things like exclusive content, um, a special shout out, and even a handwritten letter from me. So if you're interested, make sure you check out the description of this episode or go on the link in my bio on my Instagram to join up and become a member of my Patreon today. Hope to see you there. Okay, so let's talk about it. This is very off the top of my head, raw thoughts. So, you know, take everything I'm saying with a grain of salt. But sometimes I think this is the best way to talk about these kind of things. So here we go. Basically, um, I've kind of been going through some friendship breakups, not really breakups in the way that like we're never talking again or there's some sort of falling out or some sort of fight, you know, that caused anything, but more just that, I guess, expectations that I had um, in the friendship or, you know, desires and needs that I had, I kind of realize that those weren't going to be met um in that friendship and uh you know just kind of more of a mourning of a version of the friendship I guess uh, rather than the friendship you know ending and us being on bad terms but you know it just made me think about how tricky these things are and I feel like we don't talk about it a lot a lot of the times we talk about romantic relationships and you know the breakups that come from those but I think you know for some reason with friends it's kind of seen as like you become friends and there's no problems um and that's just not true you know there's a lot of heartache that can come from friendships and it's a real relationship just like a romantic relationship so you know it's gonna have all the same hurdles and everything and I think that sometimes even we are less likely to identify problems that we have with our friends because we're just not looking as I don't want to say critically because that's kind of like a bad word but I just feel like we're more lenient or more okay with our needs not getting met in friendships sometimes because it's not really seen in the same way as a romantic relationship where your friends can actually be a source of intimacy and love and security and all of those things, which I really believe that they can. But, you know, 
it's sometimes hard to see it that way. So sometimes I feel like we kind of let things slide that maybe isn't working for us uh, just because, you know, seems like a friendship. It seems like we shouldn't have those kind of problems, but that is ignoring the reality of it. But, I, you know, I think just as I get older, I start to realize that I have needs in relationships and friendships. I have needs. And, you know, of course I do, you know, like, of course everyone does. But I think, you know, sometimes we just go into friendships or relationships with a very low level understanding of what those needs um, actually are, you know, and we know when those needs aren't being met, you know, we feel when it feels bad, but sometimes it's hard if we haven't done like internal reflection and just some time on, you know, what do we actually need? What makes us feel good in a relationship? It can be very confusing because you, you know, you don't feel good in the relationship, but it's hard to know how to fix that, right? If you don't know what you need, because if you don't know what you need, then you can't ask for what you need. And if you can't ask for what you need, then you're kind of leaving that in the hands of another person who doesn't have your mind, who doesn't have your past. And, you know, likely they're not going to meet those needs just, you know, by guessing. And they might not even know that anything is wrong. Um, in the relationship they may not know that you don't have needs that are met because you know a lot of the times I think we can kind of cover those things up or like I said they come out in these you know passive ways and it's tricky to just you know identify okay this is what I need and I'm gonna ask for it and uh you know I'm also going to listen to the answer. I think that's another part that's, you know, really tricky because you can get through the stage of, okay, I know what I want and I, you know, I'm going to ask for what I want. But sometimes I feel like either people tell us kind of no in the response that they can't meet those needs and we kind of ignore it or it doesn't really register Or most of the time, I think people, because they want to help and, you know, they want to be there for you, they will agree. And, you know, maybe it's actually not something that they can do. But I understand that because I feel like for me, I always want to be able to help and I always want to be able to support someone else. And I'm discovering that it's really, really hard for me to say no and say that I can't help you know because it makes me feel like the relationship is going to be ruined or I'm going to push them away when often it's not that I can't help at all it's just that you know I don't have the capacity for it in that moment and it's a lot better to tell someone that you can't help um rather than you know trying to support someone when you're not really feeling it and you know they can feel that your energy isn't fully there and you're feeling you know drained because you're supporting when you need support and then also at the same time it's not working and so it just becomes a very frustrating experience and 
I don't know, I guess to kind of tie this all in together, I guess I felt like that was happening in some of my friendships. Like the words that people were telling me were that they were going to be there for me, or at least the way that I interpreted it. And then I felt like their actions didn't really show that. And instead of kind of identifying that and seeing it for what it was, I was still listening to their words and still trying. And it was a very frustrating experience. And then I had an experience with my partner where I felt like I was actually the reverse role and he was asking for help and I wasn't really in a place to support, but I just felt this urge to want to support him. And, you know, I said, yeah, no, I can support you. But the whole time it just felt like running uphill and it just felt like, you know, not, I wasn't in a good place to support and it was frustrating for him. It was frustrating for me. And it just made me realize, wow, like, I really want to get better at, you know, identifying when I can't support someone and being honest with them, you know, like, obviously, in a loving way. And, you know, letting them know that I am there for support, you know, majority of the time. But sometimes we're just not. And that's okay. And, you know, it takes a lot of strength to be able to say no, but... I think in the end, it really actually preserves and saves our friendships because instead of having a negative experience where someone's coming to you for support, but they're not really feeling that support back, they can actually, you know, take, okay, you know, you're not available for support right now and go to another source for support that actually will help them. So, you know, at the end of the day, we think we're being nice, agreeing to support someone when we can't, but really it's not nice because that's robbing them of an opportunity to actually get some support that is more present and more there for them. Um, and also hurting ourselves because we are taking on things that we can't take on and that are stressful. So I guess just, you know, it kind of showed me that it's very, very important to be honest with ourselves and with others when we can support and when we can't and you know sometimes that takes time so you know we make mistakes and that's okay but you know when we can when we have the awareness to to try and be honest with people about what we have capacity for and you know in a loving and kind way, letting them know that, you know, you're not available to support. I think that's something that's very hard to do, but very, very necessary in a real, you know, true friendship. And yeah, that's something I'm recognizing. But also, you know, the other side of that coin is also knowing what you need to be supported. Like I was saying, like knowing your needs, knowing your non-negotiables knowing what does and doesn't work for you in a friendship that is a journey honestly and I feel like you know I'm still discovering these things that make a friendship feel really good to me and uh, you know I think it's a worthy exercise to kind of just sit back and you know either write down or just think about it all the things that make you feel loved and supported and like you have a really good friend and 
what makes you feel really unsupported and, you know, like you don't have a friend as well. You know, just kind of figuring those things out for yourself because a lot of the time, I, like I said, I feel like we know those things deep down. We know when they're not being met. We know when something doesn't feel good. But if we haven't taken the time to sit down and think about it and articulate it, like if we haven't had these experiences that have made us think about these things, then it can be really, really tricky to actually express what we need, right? So, you know, let's just give a couple examples. I guess like I have kind of noticed that for me, it is very, very important for me in a friendship to feel like we can have a conflict or we can have a disagreement or we can have, you know, somebody gets triggered and that that is not the end of the world, you know, that we, you know, can confidently talk about it, share our feelings, talk about what what went wrong, you know, talk about the whole, you know, (laughs) the whole event, talk about what happened and that we're able to resolve it and come out stronger on the other side. And actually, even hearing myself say that is is funny because I feel like at a certain point in my life, I thought that conflict was only bad, right? Like having a disagreement, having tension, having differing opinions was just going to bring about, you know, feelings that would push the friendship apart. And so I would try my hardest to avoid those kind of things, right? I would try my hardest to avoid conflict. And, you know, ironically, as these things often happen, avoiding conflict like that actually does create more conflict because you're not voicing when something hurts your feelings. You're not voicing when, you know, you're bothered by something. And so oftentimes it, you know, gets to a boiling point and It'll spill over in ways that, you know, are kind of unrelated or kind of hurtful rather than just expressing what hurt us in the moment, you know. And so actually in the end, it creates a lot, lot more conflict than just, you know, being honest and saying those uncomfortable things as they occur. And, you know, I definitely been in friendships where just, you know, trying to avoid conflict actually led to a lot of tension and I'm not saying like conflict now when I talk about conflict I'm not really talking about fighting you know I'm not saying that you need to fight all the time to have a good relationship or be arguing my definition of conflict is just you know any time where someone's feelings get hurt or there's a misunderstanding between the two of you or there's a trigger because in a real like genuine relationship those things happen. We do get triggered. We do get our feelings hurt. Not all the time, but sometimes, you know, and sometimes it doesn't have anything to do with the other person. We're just in a grumpy mood and, you know, everything is annoying us and the other person happens to be there, right? And there you go. (laughs) We are annoyed by that person or, you know, whatever. Or sometimes it could just be, you know, a past trauma of yours comes up because the person you know, of course they didn't mean to, but accidentally kind of triggered that trauma for you and you feel hurt by it. You know, there's a lot of like instances where, you know, there are conflict or 
disagreement or just, you know, unpleasant feelings. And being able to voice those things and, you know, have it not be an issue, like have the issue not be an issue is really, really healing. And I've discovered that that's something that I just really, really need in a friendship. I need to feel like we can talk about anything that happens. Yes, it might be a little awkward at first. Yes, it might be a little shaky, but that both parties are willing to talk about it and want to talk about it and, you know, can resolve it together. And I think the more often you resolve these things in the friendship, the more confidence also builds. So the next time that you have an issue or you have, you know, a trigger, you can feel confident in bringing that up right away and it can become resolved right away and you can just move on and move on to the fun times and enjoying your friendship. And I think that's like one thing that I've also discovered is like I <laughs> there's something going on for me, you know, there's a trigger or there's something I need to talk about it first before I can get back to doing fun things because for me it would just feel like dishonoring myself to be putting those needs in the background um, and feeling uncomfortable and all the while trying to have fun you know for me I can't have one without the other like I need to feel comfortable and safe resolving these issues or big feelings that I have And then that makes me want to have fun with the person. That makes me want to get back to it. But I can't do it the other way. I can't just ignore, you know, an elephant in the the room or something that's going on between us and just jump into having fun. And, you know, everyone's different. These are just my, you know, things that I'm discovering are really important for me. Maybe with another person is completely different. Maybe they need to actually have some fun first and feel more comfortable And then they feel like they can talk about an issue that's gone on between you two. So, you know, everyone's different. And that's the magic of friendships and also the annoyance sometimes of friendships is that, you know, we're all going to have different needs. And how do we balance those needs with each other? How do we come up with compromises? Well, I think it starts with, first of all, knowing your needs, being able to identify them and being able to communicate them. And also for the other person to be able to do that as well. Because if we don't know what everyone's needs are, how are we going to come up with a compromise, you know, that suits everyone? So I think that's the first step is just knowing and talking about it. And then I think from there, you know, there's always some sort of compromise. There's always some sort of, you know, thing that we can work out between two people. But, you know, I guess sometimes there isn't. And... That's just dependent on the friendship. But to know that, you got to know your needs first and you got to communicate them because otherwise, how are you going to (laughs) know? So yeah, that's just, that's what I'm realizing. Um, Another important thing for me is just staying connected. You know, I, I don't need a lot of connection. Like, I mean, I guess that's super relative. You know, some people don't need Uh, like any connection to keep a friendship, you know, going and feeling good about the friendship. Some people need a lot. But for me, at least in my eyes, I feel like I'm somewhere in the middle. I don't need to talk to my friends every single day or, you know, be having deep conversations every single day. 
um, or even see them in person every single day. But I do need a certain level of, you know, keeping up that connection for me to feel close to somebody. So that means calling every once in a while, maybe doing fun activities, whether that being online or offline, um, like game nights or movie nights or those kind of things. And, you know, sometimes having deep, intimate conversations. I kind of, you know, I liked having the whole spectrum of of connection from kind of a low level connection, which I would call like I would identify as watching something together online or, you know, playing a game online that, you know, you're feeling connected, but you're not really having eye contact. You're not really like talking about anything deep to you. But, you know, it's really great to maintain that connection and, you know, have fun together and make those memories. Um, So I definitely feel like I do, you know, like to have a lot of those fun times. But yeah, every once in a while, I feel like I definitely need to have a deeper conversation, you know, stuff about our past, our needs, things we're going through that makes me feel really connected. Um, Texting isn't super important to me. Like I do like to text here and there, but I'd most, I'd most likely rather call, I think most of the time. Um, but it depends, you know, it depends on the friendship too. Some friends I feel more comfortable texting, some I feel more comfortable calling, but I definitely do like calling on the phone for sure. I'm not one of those people that could just maintain an entire relationship over, you know, just texting, you know, at least I'd need some other sort of group activities or something to kind of um, keep up that level of connection. So, you know, but again, that's me. Everyone's so different. And I guess like, if you're curious, this could be a good opportunity to kind of like, just reflect and think about like, what things in friendships are very important to you and what makes you feel loved and comfortable and safe in a relationship and also what you know doesn't make you feel that way I do think it's a little better to focus on what does just because when you communicate your needs it's better to communicate what you want than what you don't want at least in my experience I think that if we come forward communicating what we don't want a lot of the time it can kind of come across as a criticism right so if we're coming across like oh like I why do you never call me like I you know want like why do you never call me like I don't want to you to text me you know you should call me I mean obviously it's kind of like the tone and everything but you know just itself it's like you're telling them something not to do rather than hey I really love it when you call me it makes me feel so connected to you and I really just enjoy being connected to you that is a lot nicer and also a lot more direct because you're not having to make them do that conversion of like, okay, so they don't want this. So they do want this, you know, and I know that's a small little conversion, but in these interpersonal, you know, things I've realized that even small conversions can be confusing and because everyone's different, they might not make the conversion in the same way that you do. So sometimes you just need to be direct about what do you want and that's something that I'm learning because a lot of the time I think my needs will come across as criticisms. I mean, I'm not being like super critical, but they will definitely come across as no, I don't want this. I don't like this. 
rather than, hey, I like this. Could you do this? You know, so that's that's another thing that I'm learning is, you know, it's very important how you communicate these feelings as well. And, uh, you know, I think over time, as you get more confident communicating your needs, they come, it just comes out easier, you know, and, uh, you know, I have certain friends that I've practiced that with more and it comes out easier and certain people are harder or at certain times it's harder and at certain times it's easier. So it's definitely always a bit of a journey and, you know, it's always a little tricky and it's very vulnerable to say what you need, but it is so, so important. Um, but yeah, also, you know, seeing if people can give you what, what you need and, you know, even if they're telling you something else, they're saying that they can really just looking at their actions and, you know, kind of deciding for yourself what you think is actually the truth. Because like I said, most people want to help. And, um, I guess that's another thing I've learned too, is a lot of the time, when our needs aren't being met, it can become so, so easy to take it personally. And, you know, I've, you know, in these instances that I've had recently, there were definitely times where I took it personally. I felt like the other person's actions was a reflection of how they felt about me. It was a reflection of, you know, how good I was or how worthy I was or how, you know, close they felt to me. Um, and that's really hurtful and it hurts to think that way. And I kind of realized, you know, as I had more conversations that oftentimes these things are happening because of what's going on in that person's life. You know, most of the time it doesn't really have anything to do with you. And as I realized this, as I was talking to them and realizing, oh, wow, you know, they just had things going on in their life um, that were kind of preventing them from being there for me and it wasn't really about me. It made me reflect back on the times where I was taking it personally and how much more hurtful those thoughts are rather than having thoughts of like, oh, well, you know, because of what's going on in their own life, that's why they're, they're not like able to be what I need right now. And, uh, the thing is like I don't say that to invalidate anything like that doesn't make it any better it still hurts it's still sad you know it's still disappointing but it's a lot better I feel like for my mental health to be sad and mourn that knowing that it has nothing to do with me and it's not personal rather than thinking of it as personal that to me is a lot more hurtful and you know both are hurtful but just one is just not useful and the other kind of still allows you to mourn and feel sad but also knowing that it's not anything about you you know inherently and I think that is a lot more of a healing perspective a lot more of a healing way to look at things Um, still sad, like I said, still sucks, but at least you can know that, you know, most of the time, I think when people hurt us, it is because of what they're going through personally, and, you know, I don't think people wake up in the morning and say, oh, I want to hurt Sunny today, you know what I mean? 
I don't think anybody or mostly nobody wakes up like that thinking they want to hurt people and they want to do bad things. But, you know, because of what's going on in their life, sometimes it happens. And like I said, that doesn't make it any better. It doesn't make it any less harmful. But for me, it is just a more gentle and optimistic way to look at the world that, you know, people do want to inherently be good and they don't want to hurt others. But sometimes because of our life experiences or just the situation, it happens, you know, and I get that because when I look back on times where I've hurt others, I never really meant to. And even if I did, like, even if, you know, I thought, oh, yeah, well, I wanted to at the time, it's always coming from some other place, you know, it's, it's always coming from a place of hurt, or a place of pain, or, you know, it's never truly personal when we get down, down to it. So that's always an important thing to remember, too, is, well, it may hurt, it's definitely not personal, but you still deserve to grieve and you still deserve to feel sad about it and disappointed and all of those things. But just know it's not because of you, um, because I see a lot of people, you know, when I talk to people, they do kind of feel like it is personal and, and I just see how much that that hurts them. And maybe that's just also a stage that they need to go through. Because that's kind of what I needed to go through, right? I kind of felt like it was personal. And then, you know, I kind of came back around to the fact that it's not personal. But, um, yeah, you know, it it happens. And just an, another thing that's important to be aware of and kind of look internally and, you know, see how you're viewing the situation and how that may be harming you or helping you. Um but yeah, you know, I just think that friendship breakups are a hard thing to go through. It's hard to mourn these ideas of friendships that you might have had. But, you know, at the end of the day, I don't want to take away from that pain. I think that pain is very necessary to feel. And, you know, you don't have to feel like there's any positive or any silver lining to it. Like sometimes you just literally need to feel like this is not okay and this sucks, (laughs) okay, like, point blank, like, this sucks, like, not like, oh, it'll help me in the future, or, oh, well, when one door closes, another opens, like, no, sometimes you just need to be like, no, this sucks, like, I hate this, but when you're ready to come around to it, when you've kind of processed those emotions, you've let yourself feel the anger, or the sadness, or the disappointment, you know, at the end of the day, it is good to kind of know what kind of people have capacity for what in your life and while it may be disappointing at least you know now that I've processed it a little bit I can kind of come to terms with the fact that well even though this sucks and it hurts I also am grateful for it in a way because it it's going to allow me to actually focus and put more energy on the people that can meet my needs and the people that you know, are there for me and are in my life and just to improve and build up those relationships and it will give me more time and energy to do that now that I know that I don't need to put a lot of time and energy into 
you know, these other friendships that maybe haven't been working out the way that I want them to, or haven't been, you know, we haven't been meeting each other's needs or having good connection. So, you know, it's good to know in a way. And I am glad that I know. And then I'm glad that I can kind of move on and put the appropriate amount of energy where it needs to go now, you know, and also to not expect things from that person because that's also heartbreaking you know when you you desire things with this person and and you want to be close and you want to be friends it's it's really hard when you're not seeing that back and it feels like heartbreaking every day and you're always wondering oh are they going to text me you know what's going on in their lives and it's just a source of stress on you and so I feel like that's another positive that that stress can just kind of go away. You don't, you're not really worrying, you know, are they going to, you know, be present in the friendship today or are they not, you know, it's just kind of a weight lifted off your shoulders. So those are some positives. But like I said, I don't want to say that to take away, like if you're going through a friendship breakup right now and you're not ready to hear that and it just sucks right now, that's okay, you know, and I feel like you need that stage to just grieve and just process because Honestly, that's where I was, you know, a couple of days ago, or actually last week, I was just very sad about everything. And, you know, I, I cried about things and I, you know, vented a lot to my friends and my partner, you know, thank you guys so much for hearing me out. I really, you know, appreciate that. And it's very important to have good friends in your life that you feel like you can share those times with and just, you know vent about and and discuss these things and figure out what went wrong and how you feel and all those things because of course like really good to do that during self-reflection but we can also do that um in having conversations with other people and kind of discovering for ourselves as we talk about it and as we relate to each other you know what we do need and what we do want so it's not just a self-reflection thing. You can definitely learn those things with other people. But um, yeah, I'm very grateful to have those friends in my life. I'm very grateful for the friends that I do have. And, you know, I'm really happy that I'm discovering this and that I have friends that are so, so willing to meet those needs, you know, for me and are that I'm also willing to meet their needs and that I just feel like we have an open communication about what we need and what we want in a relationship and that we're working our hardest to, you know, do that for each other and make each other feel supported. And, you know, it, I think, you know, when times like this happen, like I said, of course it's sad, but really does open your eyes to what you do have and just being grateful for, you know, the friends that are in your life and, like I said, putting more energy and more time and more love into those friendships that truly just give the sense of giving back. Like you just feel like when you give, it just gives back to you. And that is kind of the energy that I want in all my relationships going forward from here. It's just this mutual reciprocation, mutual care, mutual understanding, Um, mutual communication, clear communication about needs, the ability to resolve conflict together, the ability to be deep together, the ability to be vulnerable together, 
and also just having fun because that's also a very important part of a friendship as well. So anyway, I hope this rambling kind of raw thoughts episode might have, you know, sparked something inside of you, maybe made you think about what you need in a friendship or a relationship and hopefully gives you some courage to communicate that in a loving way to the people that you care about because they deserve to know what you need and also it's great to ask other people what they need as well if they have any needs in the relationship or the friendship because we always want this to go both ways you know but anyway um I'm done talking for now but I hope you enjoyed this hope you got something out of it and uh I will see you next time